0: Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Breaking Stereotypes. I am your host, Dominica Jaramillo, and I'm so happy and excited to have you back here on today's episode. I just want to give a little shout out to my listeners, to everybody who uh, checked in the first episode. I am truly so grateful for you. I love the tags, the messages that you guys shared, everything about that first episode and just the love and engagement that you gave you guys gave to me. I truly, truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I am so happy that I've built this place for you. So I wanted to try something new in regard of podcast, like I want to give a little introduction. Or I wouldn't say introduction, but a little like summarize or a little of like, oh, let's get to basically, let's catch up for the week, you know, like if we're just sitting down in a coffee shop, just catching up. So that's a little bit of what we're going to do today. Um, To catch up, I've been building two things for my girls. So... I've been building a live webinar that I, there's still not a date to be released, but it's going to be a webinar where I explain how you need to fuel your body properly, how in different stages of your life, you're going to need different things and basically how not to fear food and how to use food in your favor, you know, and I'm very excited to build this webinar because not only... Clients will benefit for this. I will release it to the public. So, like, if you're a coach who um, teaches or who coaches other females, you are so able to do this. If you are someone who's just wanting to get a little bit better relationship with food, you can definitely do this. If you are wanting to feel your body, not depend too much on medication and just things like that, this is a perfect space for you to be at. And I'm just so excited to build it. I will be releasing more information about it on my Instagram. So if you don't follow me, go follow me at wildside underscore, wild underscore side underscore fitness. And then my other project that I'm building is, um, I want to say like a con a continuation of what I have currently right now for my monthly subscribers. So it's going to be like the next level. So whoever is subscribed, if you are subscribed to my subscription, uh, of course, to my subscription, but if you're there, this is going to be your next level. And if you aren't there, but you are more experience slash like advanced and training that is the space that you would go to that's going to take you to that next level so I'm very excited about building those two programs and building those two things for you guys um but that's basically what I've been working on so I think that was a good little catch up let's get into the today's episode. Alright, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about how leaders lead and I was originally this episode was going to be postponed, but I wanted to really talk about this because I had a conversation with one of my clients and she was just telling me how She has that like drive in her to motivate, inspire, help people, but she just doesn't know exactly how to. So I kind of really wanted to talk about that because I'm like very fired up in regard of books that I've been reading. So I just felt like it was a great conversation to bring to everyone. So we're going to definitely talk about how leaders lead, how to become a leader and what takes a leader to basically lead. So yeah, like how leaders lead. So, but to get to this, I want to give a little introduction or a little of how I became, or I don't want to say how I became, but how I built Wildside Fitness and what led me to build Wildside Fitness. So we're going to go a little bit backtrack in my journey and explain to you girls because i don't think i've actually explained or i have but it was months ago and obviously we have new ears new eyes in this platform so we're gonna bring it up for you guys so i've always went since i've been a little girl i've always you know like been I don't want to say like masculine because that's not the word, but I've definitely always been tough. Like I've never been, um, I want to say like I was always adventurous. I wasn't scared of getting dirty and obviously I like to play with my dolls and stuff. But I would also go try uh, climb trees and all these things. So it was definitely a little mix of both worlds, you know. And when I remember when UFC started getting like really, really big, um, it was, I don't know if, if anybody who li- listens to this um, knows about UFC, but it was starting to get like really big into like in um, with popularity. And there was no females in the UFC before now it's like amazing but before there was no females it was only males and there was one time I, I still remember this um there was one time that they the first episode or the first fight the first card to that the UFC ever opened for females to fight was the card where Ronda Rousey and Misha Tate fought and i think that's how you pronounce her name misha tate um and i just remember the first day like the i remember watching the whole card right but i remember watching and seeing the entrance of ronda rousey i don't know the name of her song i know which song it is but i don't know the name of the song but it was such a like badass entrance like Everything about her, the way that she presented herself, the way that she was so confident and dominating the whole like arena, even though it was so nerve-wracking because it was the first time ever for females to be fighting in a UFC card. So it was opening the doors for future generations to be fighting in the UFC card. So I remember watching her and just watching that whole fight and just how it killed it obviously she won um I remember watching that and I was like I need to do that like I want to do that I don't know how I'm going to do that but I want that and I think that is when I started training um a couple months after I started training jiu-jitsu it wasn't it was my thing, but at the same time, it wasn't my thing because I was the only girl. So, I was a little, like, eh, nobody really wants to fight with me. Nobody wants to really, like, work with me because I was the only girl. So, I was, like, I put it on a pause. And this was, like, years ago. Like, this was when I was still living back home in Ecuador. And I was, um, like, I'm telling you, years ago. And then they opened... um like a little jujitsu place right in front of my house so i started going there i started like really training a little bit more and got a little bit more of the hang of it and started making more friends and stuff so it it started getting like more comfortable right i did some jujitsu tournaments i did like all these things but it was only strictly jujitsu like it wasn't really like a may or boxing or anything like that but i was still loving it right because i still had the image and then just the idea of like hopefully one day like i get to build to do whatever like what she's doing right now in regard of like ronda rossi so um got older stopped training for a little bit and never got really into gym setup or anything back home once I got back here or like once I came over here I was studying I was doing my thing and but I just had a little bit more of spare time in my hands that I was noticing that I really needed to do something so I found a gym but obviously this was like I'm telling you like seven, eight years when I had no idea about anything in regard of working out. I remember I followed, um, I used to follow Tammy Hembrown, I don't know her last name, but I remember I followed her and I would just do whatever workouts she would be doing, which nowadays I would never do them. Um, But I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it. I used to definitely not work upper body, not at all. I used to only do lower body and I wouldn't rest in between. Like I would train every single day, lower body. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I just knew that I was there. So I used to be very, very skinny. Like I, I used to walk around like 115 pounds, like walk around 115 pounds. So I, obviously didn't know what I was doing so I got out of there and I found this boxing place a couple like a couple minutes from my house so I was like let's try it out you know I'm like let's see and then went inside amazing envi- environment like it was exactly kind of like what I needed and they had jiu-jitsu they had boxing and MMA all together so it wasn't only jiu-jitsu anymore so I was I went in I was very excited there was some UFC fighters there was a UFC female who was there so it was like the environment that I needed you know so I started training I started getting like really really good and my boxing coach was like well do you want to fight so I was like hell yeah I want to fight so there was um I got into some tournaments I lost my first like my first boxing uh fight i i lost it she was like a lefty and if you don't know about like boxing and stuff if you're a lefty if you fight a lefty and you're a righty it's weird because you both have the same stance and it's it's like a weird it's weird it's a weird way to fight so I was like, in a huge disadvantage. But it was whatever, you know, like, I, I got the fight, I got those nerves. And I was like, whatever, like I did, it, you know. And I, a couple of months after, um, you have like to do this whole boxing thing, like I was only running, like I wasn't running, I wasn't training, I wasn't doing all, anything of this. So I'm like, you know what, like I kind of wanted to go to the gym like I want to start building muscle because this is when I would say that females such as um Hannah Oberg um all these like Gymshark females started to hit like really hit it in Instagram and I remember seeing Hannah more because if you know who she is you kind of know what I'm talking about she was embodying more about like being strong and like she had that body composition that i liked about like um the kk twins um they had like the body that i wanted that was like a long i mean strong big legs and like a big upper body or a defined upper body so i started following them more and i started getting into that like area of like okay i kind of want to train like again like i want to start training so there were some things that I started doing at the gym obviously nothing in comparison of like I don't want to say of what I do now but obviously no I would say like no well structure or anything like that but I was just happy that I was into that like area and then this was before because I do have two like instagrams like my personal and wildside I don't ever use my personal but before I opened wildside I was obviously using my personal and I was just like sharing my story and just sharing my workout sharing what I was doing and I noticed that like a lot of people started to like watching that you know like watching you kind of evolve you right I started I kept doing um I kept fighting obviously I needed to do more cardio than lifting and I was more into that but I started I still was um into that like I'm going to still work out a little bit you know and there was there's a gym 5 minutes from my house I've gone to that gym since probably like five years I I have no idea but it's been so long so I went to I started going to that gym started working out there got to um got to just kind of like get that those nerves out of my system and it was really good right like I started doing what I needed to do but that was also um when I had no idea kind of like what I was doing and I was following more like Instagram workouts than anything so I obviously was doing those like booty burners and the glute activation with the booty bands and I was like I remember that I used to do at least 30 minutes of glute activation and I would go into my workout I would be so tired that I would now like finish my actual workout because of that glute activation. And you can't forget the 30 minute prior uh, mobility work that everybody would tell you to do. So I was in that place for hours and I would never end up finishing my workout because I'm like, hell no, like I'm done with this place. So it's so funny how fast forward to now it's like so different in regard of the time that I distribute for my workouts but without getting too deep into that um I wanted to like I started fighting right I wanted to have fighting as the outlet of me like talking about strength and about like me showing females how they can be in the ring and how it is kind of a masculine uh, sport but we're still able to go in there have a pretty face you know like it's not like your face is all damaged or anything like that no like go in have a pretty face like get dirty and then just get out and keep training you know so I had boxing as my outlet to do that, right? As to communicate, as to show, to preach, of how how we're not like you know, like we're not um, sensitive, we're not fragile or anything like that. But unfortunately, boxing, how I see it now is that boxing just opened the doors for me to a whole new world that I didn't know about. And obviously, my goal was to go pro in boxing and God knows to the UFC and and do all these things. But unfortunately, it was just not in the cards for me, which I'm okay Um, now. I'm completely fine with that. that um, Because unfortunately, I just couldn't find fights, right? So it was like, I wasn't going to plan to spend all my life looking for fights and looking for people to fight me and all these things. So it was just going to be a huge time waster. So I made the decision to just stop training and, you know, like find something else. So I, and I don't want to go too deep into this. Like I could go deep, deep, but we're not, we're going to try to fast forward this, right? So now I found the outlet of the gym and I started getting more into the gym because I stopped training, uh, boxing and I started getting more and more into it. I started learning more about workouts. I started learning more about nutrition. Um, I got into kinesiology in my, uh, in my college, which is funny cause I went originally to do business and I Finished or like I got halfway and I'm like you know what now I'm gonna go to do kinesiology and I'm gonna go get my certification and all these things so I started working out I started getting into kind of like back into my groove of like wanting to preach strength wanting to preach to other females that they are able to own their environment like wherever they are right the, the space they are in so I went into that I paused the gym I COVID hit and it was one of those epiphany moments of like what the hell am I going to do post COVID and that's a little bit of how wild side fitness was born because I had my degree I had my certification I just was not using it so I really it was like one of those deep conversations with yourself was like okay what am I going to be doing after and I really wanted to continue this love that I had of just preaching my message of preaching who I who I was deep inside because I wouldn't say that neither boxing or the weight uh, the weight uh, room is like my identification I would say that like boxing and the weight room is my outlet to share my message. So it was just a place that I am able to share. It's not who I am, right? So I started um I'm like you know what I'm going to do this. I built up whilst I Fitness, created the Instagram, started posting and I just knew that I wanted to bring something different to the table and not post what every female you see posts is. I really wanted to educate females. I really wanted to inspire to show them basically what they need to like know to be to have an effective workout to not be um you know to like really show the strength that is not we're not just there to take booty pictures and stuff and if we are we can but besides that we are also lifting heavy shit so i was like uh that's how wild side fitness was born and i started ge- embodying that like leaderness leaderness that is about being a leader and really trying to Um, not also preach a message, but also demonstrate of how I incorporate that into my life. And that's a little bit of my story, but I want to talk a little bit of that, about those misconceptions that people have in regard of like being leaders and stuff. All right, to get into the next topic is I wanted to talk about misconceptions about leaders. And This is a big one that I want to talk about because it can inspire someone who wants to lead to know that they don't need to look or be a certain type to lead. So what I believe that is one of the biggest misconceptions about being leaders is that you have to either be a CEO, a person who has... um. I would say like a team that they have to run with or they have to um, how like be look out for. Um, if you're a business owner or like basically all of these like corporate, these are the people that can lead. And it's I say this also because I read a lot of like leadership and a lot of books. A lot of books about being a leader and stuff. And just like majority of the case studies, obviously, are into a corporate nine to five job, which is fine. But it's not all that you can be, or it doesn't have to mean that just because or you need to be that to be a leader. So, one of the things that I love to say to my clients, or that just try to preach about the message is that anybody can be a leader and by anybody i can say that you can be a mom to just one kid or a mom to five kids and you could be a leader to them you could be a small business owner and you could be a leader to if you have one employee uh one person who you employee, or maybe five, or maybe you don't employ anybody, but you have an audience that looks up to you that ask you questions, you are their leaders. If you're someone who doesn't um who goes to work right and you do have a boss and you don't really run anybody you can still be a leader to your co-workers so they can look up to you and they look they can look up to the style that you manage yourself that you work with so i'm going to show a couple of examples in regard of this but that's one of the main keys that I want you, if you take out of, out of anything from this podcast, is that you don't have to be someone huge and into the corporate world to lead someone or to inspire motivate someone and I want to say this because the conversation that I had with my client with my girl is that she said that she wants to inspire motivate but she just doesn't know how and what I told her is like if you know that you want to, you just have to like you need to keep doing it. Like you don't allow yourself to think that just because you aren't a business owner or just because you are um heck, if just because if someone is a student, like th- that that student that person can still lead their friends they can still lead their classroom like it doesn't require you don't require a job title to be considered someone to lead so that's what um what i also what i told her for what i told her from that is that she that you need to find like what is your fire and with that being said you want to know exactly where is that space that you want to help and preach and, and just share your message. So when I knew that, I, when I saw that fight of Ronda Rousey, I knew from even back then when I was probably like 11, I knew that I wanted to share the message that females were strong and that females can be strong and can basically look feminine and also kick your ass at the same time. So I knew since I was 11 that I wanted to use that message, but it doesn't mean that my message has to or it can also like it can also mean that you want to uh, whoever's listening to this, that they want to also share that message that females are strong, females are powerful, and they're able to do all these things. But if that's just not what lights the fire in you, if it's like, yeah, that is a cool message, but it's just not, it's, it's not what I feel, you know, like you'll notice when you have something that fires you up. And if for other people, like for other coaches, I know that a lot of coaches, they use, um, they have other experiences, like with um, eating disorders or just like having a bad relationship with food, I see them preaching and sharing the message that you don't need to neglect um, your favorite foods. You don't to you don't need to look a certain or have a certain body fat percentage to be acceptable. So. There's different, different experiences might lead to different like fires and like in you, you know, my fire is to show the strength in the power a female can have, but it can be the same message that you want to preach, or it can be completely different. The good thing, though, is that you, if you know that you want to inspire and you want to motivate, you just need to find the message that you want to share if you want you know that you want to be a leader that's perfect because I think once you know that you want to do that it's like every start everything starts put um, getting placed together so once you already know that you want to be a leader and you want to share that message to the like you want to just share a message you just have to find what that message is that you want to share And this can go in regard of, like, past experiences, and that's something that um, I highly recommend. If you ever went through something and you were able to battle it or, like, um, be able to pass that and you want to share that message to the world or you want to help other females or other males or anybody who you, um, like, you talk to, like, you want to help them, that could be the message. Ideally, nobody can tell you what that message is but yourself because it's you're not going to have that love and that desire to go above and beyond to share that if you don't um, if you don't come up with that message or you don't find that in you. So does that mean that let's say you find your message and you find what fires in you? and how do you share that or like do you need followers to to lead because i know right now in the world that we live it's all about followers or it's all about like how many people you have in your instagram and your tiktok and all these things but like i said previously in the episode we don't need a huge we don't need a lot of people to follow or like um a lot of people to have behind us to lead so if you think you need followers or you think you need a huge audience to start leading then that's a huge block that you're putting yourself into that is not allowing you to go into that next level and start portraying yourself as a leader right um i started wild side fitness with 30 followers, and all those followers were like my friends and family. And I obviously um have built it to what it is now that it's like I think 3,000 something. And I, that didn't mean that when I was 30, when I had 30 followers, that I, and I say followers to talk about this in the podcast, but I hate the word follower. Um, but i I am portraying myself as when I had thirty followers to what I, right now that I have three thousand. Like nowhere in between that I stop thinking, or at the ne- at the beginning when I had three hundred. Uh, I mean, um, thirty followers that I thought that I was less of a person to share my message or less of a leader to share my message and comparison. now that I have 3,000. Obviously, you have a little bit more of a wider and a little bit more of people to engage with and to broadcast your message, but you don't have to wait to that point to start broadcasting your message and to start sharing your message. So this could be from where like, From you using your personal account and just start sharing whatever you want to start portraying, right? Let's say that you want to start like talking more about, yeah, about having a healthy relationship with food. So you start sharing your meals about like how you don't like like carbs in your um in your food and that you have vegetables but you also have rice and potatoes and then you share a little snack that you have later on before bed of like I would say a cupcake and you just share that message that like, oh, like not neglecting the sweets that I want because they like bring me joy into my life. And then you share um when you go out to eat and where you chose like a salad or something because you wanted to choose a salad and you felt comfortable. And then you start sharing that message and more people are going to start wanting to f- and like I said, I don't want to say the word, but they're going to want to follow more of that. They're going to want to engage more of that, especially if you resonate with someone who is going through the same thing. So when I started, like I said, before I started Wildside Side Fitness, I started to do this in my personal account and I started having people like wanting to that were also wanting to work out to ask me questions and I started just doing I just started posting like I it did it didn't matter if anybody saw or if um a lot of people saw it didn't really matter about the number it just mattered about me sharing and just putting as much content as I could out there and I want to um and when I started doing this, is that that is when people started, like, that's when I really started building that audience, right? And there's this book or this article that, that's what I, I kind of got cut off. I and mean, I'm trying to think about it. Um, I don't know if, I don't remember if it was a book, an article. I remember reading about it. But basically, they were talking about, it was more in regard of, like, finances and, like, marketing. but um, they were talking about it doesn't matter if you have 10 followers but if those 10 followers love you and they love what you share and they like absolutely are like you know like they love you then they buy everything you throw out there like if you throw a shirt they buy it if you throw uh a program they buy it they if they throw like whatever it is that is more powerful than having 10,000 followers and having from those 10,000 followers only two people who actually like what you share and they buy from you and they really like your message and they love what you empower. And just a little like, um, this is a little like off the topic, but I know a lot of accounts that are 10K plus followers that they ask for their followers to like their pictures and comment in their posts and i'm not talking about like the hashtags like for like or whatever no like i'm actually like talking about a group chat where they ask to do that to engage in their posts and in their content but that's for another situation another conversation but just want to say if you ever see these accounts that are huge and they're popping maybe 90 i don't want to put a, a stats but a lot of the time these accounts are asking for that and they aren't people aren't naturally doing that. And you know what? Let's talk about that a little bit. I start I was part of those accounts. I was part of or not a part of those accounts, but I was part of those groups that um it's called like engagement groups. And I don't know how popular they are now, um, because I know that Instagram banned a lot of it, but I I used to be part of those. <laughs> And it was probably my dark past by by doing this. I started doing it, and I was like, "Oh, I like it because I was having a consistent like comment engagement, like likes." But there was a point that I like sat my I sat. And I'm like, I am not gaining anything from this. Yeah, it might be looking good for people who are scrolling on my Instagram and they're seeing all this. But this is bringing zero into my life, into my life, into my purpose, into everything. And I got off. I like stopped doing all that. I unfollowed a lot of people. I stopped doing it. I didn't care. Like, I was like, no, I'm just not going to do this anymore because. That is what I was trying to explain with this, um, with the book or the article, it was that it doesn't matter if you have all these people, if none of them actually resonate with your message. And I was like, you know what, I don't care. I'd rather go back to like my small group and like my small engagement. But at least I know that people like my message because they genuinely like it. And not because they're being forced or because they're being asked or because it's like one of those like, like my post so I can like your post, you know what I mean? So I'm like, you know what, I got all that i got out i'm like i'm done with that i don't want to do, deal with that anymore and i generally love what i have right now because like yeah maybe with this whole I and it's so weird what social media is doing right now but like some posts you like do amazing another post you have like crickets right but at the end of the day it At least I know that the people who are in and the most amazing part is when you see people in posts that are doing amazing and the same people in with you in the post are doing like very sucky and there's not like no engagement whatsoever. That is when you notice and that's when you see that there's people that are resonating with your message and they are genuinely there because they genuinely like you and they want to read more about you and they want to see more about you and they want to be there when you share the message that you need to share that is why that is when you know you're a leader that's when you know you have a message to share that is when you want to continue and continue going and to not stop for anything right and when you are if you are um, wanting after this podcast to start engaging and start just experimenting certain things, don't forget, it doesn't matter how many people you have there if there's only two people that resonate with your message. like You want to have that smaller crowd that genuinely loves you and genuinely likes to be there and genuinely wants to hear and read more about you. Because, like I said, it can be a little overwhelming and it can be a little, I would say, it there can be some sad days when you see um, that you're not doing all so good. But you have to hold on to that. That it's like, it doesn't matter how many people are seeing it. It matters that what matters is that the, those people that matter the most are seeing it. So, Where to start, right? Like, I've been giving a little bit hints about it, but where to start is just, first of all, find that message that you want. Find that message that you want to share. It could be anything. Like, it could be, and it doesn't have to do, I know I use fitness examples but it has they don't have to do anything about fitness your message could be about um how to' I'm looking around I'm looking around my room to see if there's anything that I could use an example for but all I see is plants and if you follow me you know exactly what I mean but um let's say that you're big into plants and that you just don't um you want to start sharing the message that like You don't have to uh, look a certain way to start planting plants or you don't have to... be a full-time plan mom, and then you can be a student and uh, a full-time mom and still take care of plans. Because if you've taken a pl- care of a plan before, it does feel like a full-time job. Um, or you could have a dog, right? And you can start broadcasting, sharing messages of how to train your dog and how to keep your dog active while you work or while you go away to go to work and stuff like that. So you can use little things you I can't exactly I wish I could but I can tell you what message to use the only message that you can find out is what feels inside the heart right and once you find that message because you can give yourself you can ask yourself a thousand things of like uh is this good and you can be like eh, so so if you do run with this write everything in a piece of paper, like write everything in a piece of paper, write it down. And then if you are like, start writing down, start writing which one gives more fire in you, right? Once you start having all of that list, and once you start building, it, building it up, it doesn't have to be a matter of a day, like it could take you a while, but that's okay, right? Because once you find that message, you know, like, you, I'm just – I can't put it into words, but I'm telling you, you are going to know once you know. Like, you're going to know once you know. So that's where you can start. Start finding what is a message that you want to share and who do you want to share it to, right? It doesn't really – have to be females i go through females because obviously it's that's not my message like that is my message but i also have a lot of males who follow follow me and they use the they start incorporating the techniques that i mentioned they start implementing stuff that i share in my social media so it doesn't only strictly have to be like if you go with like okay i want to talk i want to share my message to moms like it doesn't always have to be moms it could be like um it could be anybody right (laughs) it could be grandmas it could be anybody but what i'm saying is that don't um like find who you want to share that message to but don't only close your eyes to those people like because a lot of people can resonate to whatever you have to share it doesn't only have to mean that it's going to be those people and then um just start sharing it just start sharing it. Just start posting. And if you're care- ner- nervous or you care about what other people are like, why is she posting about that? And you start and that, no, this is a good one. If you start losing followers or if you, and I'm talking about this because we're doing social media, right? Um, But you can, you can share your message like wherever you are. If you are like with your friends, which with that being said, you can also lose friends. And we'll also talk about that. But when you start losing people, right, let them leave. And I'm going to repeat that. Let them leave. I've lost thousands of followers. I've stopped talking to so many friends because they either... And this used to affect me a lot when I would lose a follower. And I would ask, like, my boyfriend, like, what did I do wrong? Like, did I posted something wrong? Did I say something bad? Like, should I have not send, said this? Should I should have not? Like, I would go into so such a, like, what did I do wrong? But I started realizing that I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was doing exactly what I needed to do. Be myself and share the message that I wanted to share and if someone out there doesn't like it let them leave and they could be gone and I've lost so many followers because I don't know if I said something that they didn't like I have been messaged multiple times about me saying something that they took it the wrong way and I've I don't want to say who it was or what they said, but I was just like, oh, like I I didn't mean that or anything like that, but they still unfollowed me. And that's okay, because you know what? I don't need that person. I don't need it. You know who I need? I need those people who like what I share. I need those people who love to engage with me. I need those people who who they allow me to change their lives. Those are the people that I need. So if I end up losing followers, That's okay. It meant that we just weren't in sync. We just didn't have the same message. They had another message that they want to listen, not mine. And that's 100% fine. I don't need, I don't, not everybody who you run into in your life means that they need to listen to what you have to say. And that's okay. And that's also with being said with friends, right? I've stopped talking to a lot of friends. And just because we're in, different stages in our life and we just don't I've had friends unfollow me like on my and is it's fine I don't care you know why because like I said when you find that message that you want to share that turns that becomes like your world that becomes like your purpose and it doesn't matter if someone just has like left from your life let them leave because you are now in a more I want how would I say this you have now entered into a different stage of your life that your message and your purpose and your leadership goes far beyond of who which friend is inviting you out for drinks does that make sense want i want you i want to get i want to repeat that your leadership your message your passion becomes the next level you evolve once you find this and you become so much more powerful that some people are just they just can't keep up to that energy that you give and that is okay it's not their fault and it's a hundred percent not your fault so if there's people that leave while you are in the process of sharing the message and I want to say they're going to leave let them leave because that's okay and guess what if one leaves two more come back or I don't want to say to come back but two more find will find you and will resonate with your message and will actually want to listen to you more than that person that left so at the end of the day it's okay let them leave Uh, I know I've said that multiple times but it's something we don't want to hear about too much but I want to repeat it to you and just to wrap up with this podcast i just want to say once again don't remember don't forget that it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to only do it through social media and i said that i wanted to give a little examples and i'm going to give a little shout out to some people that i love um one huge example is my boyfriend he is he obviously he is sometimes a leader like actual, like that's the name of his job like being a lead into a group project or not group project a work project and that's when he does have some people behind him that he needs to give orders and stuff like that but even if he is not being a lead at a specific job he is still always trying to broadcast of being better than everyone else and not in like um, not in a being like a like a negative way like being like oh I need to be better you know what I mean like no not like that but being better is in like I'm going to be better and I'm going to bring people with me to be better right and that's a huge example that you don't always have to be um you don't always have to be a lead of a specific job or be a boss of people to be a leader. Like you can still be a leader to your coworkers. Your coworkers can still look up to you and be like, okay, he's portraying himself so much different. Like he is actually like, he's acting and like doing boss duties when he's still a coworker. And people are going to want to they're they're gonna find that very inspiring like if he has to stay up and stay like do 12 14 16 hours which he's done before he will do it and he that's what brings other people like oh okay i'll stay too and like it's not a matter of like you only have to be a boss to do this. Like you could be a coworker and still inspire and uplift the people who are around you. And once again, there's still gonna be people who are gonna be like, fuck that, I'm going home. And that's okay, because guess what? There's gonna still be that crowd that you are gonna be that leader. And that's what cares and what that's what uh, matters the most. And um to finish off, like i i could give so many examples but i just want to um wrap up and then just like clarify and remind you that you can be a mom and you could be that leader for your kid and just show them how to like you can share them of how to become a leader you know you could be a big sister and be the leader for your little brothers, um, for your little sisters. You can be a dad and just be the leader of your household and be the leader of you can be a coworker leading your coworkers, a student leading your uh, your not your students, but your peers, I guess. Um, it doesn't matter who you are, what your t- job title is or where you're at in life. You can always lead someone to become better and to always push on to the next level. But that is the end of today's podcast. I wanted to I hope you resonated to this message message not only that but I hope I inspired you and motivated you to find the little message that you want to share and once again if you share the same message that you see someone else sharing that's okay it doesn't mean that you're copying them just find something or find a little tweak that you can do that makes that message unique for you and you only right um, I like to share about how women are strong and powerful, but at the same time, there's a lot of people that share that, but I like to give my little, tw- my little tweak. I like to broadcast and share my love for, um, Heavy metal and for rock and all these things and a lot of people don't do that And that's a little tweak that I can do. I I like to share my my tweak. I mean, um My my little love for plants and books and stuff like that and people can do that But just find something that just makes that little message unique to you and to you only It's okay if you find the same message that someone else but just find something that you can make it special for you if you haven't found your message, your drive, that is okay. It doesn't mean that it's never gonna come. It can come. It could also be that it's already there. You just need to open your eyes a little bit more to find it. Write it down. start writing things things that you want to preach. start writing in even do this. Like start writing down scenarios that you want to be put in, scenarios that you want to be a leader for. Who do you want to lead? And that's a good question that you could also ask you, ask yourself when you're uh, sharing these ideas. Who do you want to lead? Do you want to lead just your family? Do you want to lead a group of people? Do you want to agree, allude, um, lead um, males? Do you want to lead females? Do you want where do you want to lead? So that's your homework. Three things: Who do you want to lead? Where do you want to lead? And start listing down messages that you want to lead. All right, and then just tweak them on to make them your own. So that's a, your your three homework, your three journal prompts, and um, and like I said, don't forget you can lead. Doesn't matter who you are, your job title, or where you're at in your life. You always can lead someone to be better. Not not only that, but once you lead for someone else to be better, that also automatically helps you to become better. So I'm going to give some uh, books that I recommend that I've been reading about, about leadership. So currently I'm reading Dare to Lead. It is a very heavy reading, very, very heavy reading. I've had it for over a month. I haven't finished it and I'm still like a quarter left. It is a very heavy reading. So if you're into that, definitely recommend to it. Um, if you're not still, I would. I, I, it's still a good book. It talks about how to lead with vulner- vulnerability, and that's a good example. All the all the case studies, everything talks about the corporate life. But every time that I read, I think about how I can lead with vulnerability to my clients, and how different stages in their life they might need a leader, and how they might need someone me as a coach to be to lead with that to lead them with vulnerability and to show my vulnerability to help them and to lead them so once again it doesn't always have to be the corporate life and if you read about it just find little stages that you can tweak and find it to your own so they talk that's a good a really good book that shows about how to deal with vulnerability definitely recommended it is a heavy reading i liked um how to win friends and influence people that has been my favorite book and probably my first book talking about like it's not too much about being a leader, but I mean, kind of. It's more about like how to how to be a good person and how to like really be genuine to people. That was a really good p- book. It's not heavy at all. I loved it. That is a really good one. I actually want to repeat it and read it again. Um, how women R- rise raise How women rise is another book that is really good. That is talks about leadership that mostly talks about like habits that we do that um or like things that we previously have done in life that took us to the next level but how Is just now keeping us stuck and not taking us to the next level, right? So that's another good book, but once again, talks a lot about corporate life. Um, The Self-Acceptance Project is a really good book. It's not too much about leadership, but it's about obviously what it says, self-acceptance. But if you are someone who's leading or anyone in general, I still recommend that because we have a lot to think a lot of things to deal with <laughs> that people don't know um then the next book i would say hit the ground running it's kind of an old book meant it says a manual for new leaders it is they take ceos and they interview them sometimes some chapters are pretty interesting other chapters are kind of boring but once again at the summary if you start seeing the resemblance between CEOs, all of them, it talks about basically how to be a good leader and how be a genuinely good person. How to not let this leadership and this like authority get to your head and think that people behind you are not people, right? So those are the good the books that I've um the books that I've have right here that are Good for leadership. If I come up with any other books, I will definitely let you know. But those are good books if you want to start reading about leadership. Then I will leave you here. I hope that you have an amazing week. I know that the last two episodes we haven't really talked about too much about fitness, but don't worry because we will be talking, and I'm going to bring more about leadership in or what am I talking about? I am going to bring a little bit more about training and fitness in the next episodes. So stick around because we're going to talk about training variables next week. But I'm going to say my goodbyes. I hope you like today's episode. Don't forget to share it, to tag me in your story so I know what you're listening and to subscribe and give your little reviews. In the meantime, I hope you have an amazing day and continue breaking those stereotypes.